Welcome to Anesthesia Deconstructed. Science, politics, realities. Listen in as medical professionals join industry experts, Dr. Mike McKinnon and Dr. Joseph Rodriguez to discuss the latest science and medical advancements, the effects of our political climate, and the reality of today's changing healthcare environment. Let's get started with your hosts, Dr. Mike McKinnon and Dr. Joseph Rodriguez. Hello, everybody. I'd like to welcome Dr. Martin, who is coming as the Chief Medical Officer of Butterfly Network to the podcast to talk about Butterfly IQ, where we're headed in the future, and uh, how handheld ultrasound is really changing things. Thank you, Dr. Martin, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and your position at Butterfly, and how you ended up there. Thanks very much. It's a great opportunity to actually join you. Uh, and today, I, I'm a, I'm a vascular surgeon by trade. Practice, uh, I guess now. God, it's been a long time. I guess I don't want to even admit how long it's been. Um, ended up uh, <laughs> many years, and then took on uh, an executive role. I was the head of heart and vascular services at our institution, and then uh, then became the vice president of physician operations for a regional health system. Along the way, actually, I had a foundation uh, that does free cardiovascular screening for the public. And in the process of that, actually, was introduced to Butterfly and saw what such an incredible opportunity was. So I pivoted my entire career to become the chief medical officer of Butterfly. And it's been kind of an exciting journey ever since. It's definitely exciting. And I want to point out that uh, you serve in the United States Air Force. We'd like to thank you for your service as well. Yeah, I started my career actually as a corpsman. I enlisted in the military, uh, and that's how I got my college education. So it's been it's been a long journey throughout my career, but I was very proud to serve. I got a chance to serve as a corpsman for three years, and then with the uh, with the Gulf War, I was called back into service for four more as a surgeon. So, interesting journey. Yeah, that is. I imagine you saw some amazing things there. Some stuff that maybe the butterfly would have been useful for, right? Had it existed. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to say that we're, we actually are, are beginning to form some really good partnerships with the military because it is ideally suited from all the way up to the front end of the battlefield, all the way to the back end to the tertiary centers, and certainly in transport as well. Oh, yeah, super super portable. I mean, I, I'd been a, a medic and a flight nurse prior to going into anesthesia, and I, can, I couldn't tell you how many times that butterfly would have been useful in the helicopter. You know, handheld, on your phone, it doesn't get any easier than that, really. So tell me a little bit about the genesis and the evolution of butterfly. So Butterfly is the byproduct of the brainchild of Jonathan Rothberg, who's best known for uh, next-generation DNA sequencing. He actually put DNA sequencing on a chip. Um, and, and, and as a result, he has this mindset of making things more affordable uh, for, for everyone and more available. And his daughter was born with a congenital defect that actually involved significant imaging and treatment that did involve ultrasound. And he was struck by the fact that ultrasound still, even in the most advanced centers, is a limited resource. And so he set aside uh, his sights and his expertise on recruiting a team to put ultrasound on a chip, just as he had done with DNA sequencing. I mean, that's it's an amazing transition to go to something, you know, a big $100,000 ultrasound to this small, you know, a couple thousand dollars handheld. You can take it anywhere you want, use it on your phone. And for me, in my anesthesia practice, it's been pretty I mean, I think it's been evolutionary for me. It's, it's, it's effectively replacing the stethoscope. I can scan everything. What do you see is the vision for the plan for the future, like expanded education, wireless stuff? What's the next generation for this handheld? 
Yeah, I, I think we see an evolution of this. I think one of the advantages of having ultrasound on a chip is we're not limited by a probe for form factor. So we'll evolve the form factors, and we certainly and have, have said this publicly that we're we're going to work on wearables and a patch in the future. So I think that's where we see things going, and and obviously that will require a wireless um, construct of our device. But I think all those things are great, and I think what we'll see is more an evolution of you know, better image quality, more artificial intelligence applications with the goal at the end of the day uh, of making it easier to use and, and assisting in image capture. Well, I think one of the biggest keys about this butterfly that I'm not sure everybody understands is that there's no piezoelectric crystals in the end of the, uh, of the, of the probe. So all those expenses and all that form factor issue, just like we talked about, is less of an issue because it's all computer chip, correct? Yeah, and I think what's different is so a typical piezoelectric uh, device, single probe, 128 imaging elements, um, and obviously you have to have different probes for different applications. We have 9,000 individual elements, if you will, all electronically steered, so we can recreate that linear phase and curved array. Then have a single probe to scan the entire body, and I think it's just such a tremendous advantage. Then we get to leverage the very significant silicon industry and everything that's been put on chip in history has made things more affordable, more available. And I think that's the mission of this company. Oh yeah. And, and you know, it's a, it's an amazing mission. And the fact that you've got every probe in one probe is, is, I mean, I've, I bought into butterfly since it began. I, I bought the first probe when it came out because for me in anesthesia, it's just amazing, but also it's amazing in a lot of other specialties. I mean, some of my, I got some of my OBGYN friends to buy it. They do a, you know, an obstetric scan of the baby and then they de-identify text the video to the mothers. And even just something as simple as that is revolutionary for, for those moms and the OBGYNs. I think there's just so many applications for this thing. Are you guys seeing a lot of demand? Yeah, I think, you know, we've been thrilled, actually, with the response. But, you know, changing healthcare is always an interesting mission. You have people like yourselves with Butterfly from the beginning, as we like to say it. That is a, it's actually the mantra that we have of, of medical schools, because we have medical schools across the country purchasing them for their students, because we know what a difference ultrasound can make. And what you've seen and, is that the more you use it, the more applications you, you actually have for it. And, you know, we use our stethoscope for so many different things. We use clinical judgment for so many different things. We use CT and MR and all these advanced things. And if you just, as part of your initial assessment of the patient, throw a probe on the body and take a look, there are so many different things that we treat where you can have a very quick answer to the question and make the right decision right out of the gate. And I, I think you're pretty hard-pressed to find a clinical entity or disease state where making the correct diagnosis earlier isn't beneficial. Oh, 100%. And I think, you know, in, in the program where I teach, National University, we we do the same thing as those medical schools. We bring in Butterfly IQ right from the beginning for them all, and we train them in point-of-care ultrasound. We train them with ultrasound-guided regional anesthesia. And uh, we teach them the yes-no questions, right? Like, yes, there's a problem. We can't we can't go forward. No, there's not. We're good to go. But be that gastric scanning, be that scanning the IVC to see what the if there's a fluid volume problem, be it to do a quick TTE to review the heart to make sure there's nothing major after a trauma or a fast scan. The yes, no answers with this thing are phenomenal. And I think we even talked about in our pre-interview, just a bladder scan, a simple bladder scan. Do you really need to put a patient through, you know, I mean, look, it's not comfortable to have a Foley. Do you really need to do that if you do a quick bladder scan and pre-op and know that there's nothing in the bladder. I mean, those are huge benefits to patients. Yeah. And, and you brought up the one that, that, that actually, for me, I really underappreciated at first. 
and that is the gastric scan. And I'll just give you know, kind of a quick note. Anesthesiologist the other day was talking about, you know, a patient um, who candidly had a patient came in for surgery, traveled two and a half hours for the operation. Unfortunately, four hours before surgery, drank a glass of orange juice. Now, under normal circumstances, that patient is going to be canceled. And obviously an issue for the schedule, an issue for the patient and the surgeon, just doesn't work for anybody. But the anesthesiologist, equipped with a butterfly, familiar with gastric standing, took a quick peek, stomach's empty, let's proceed with the case. And they not only proceeded with the case, but they proceeded with the case with confidence and safety that it was the right decision to make. And it was better, that's just better medicine. And I, I think this is where I think anesthesiologists really need to lean in because it's such a powerful tool and such an important part of the decision-making that we make on, on that particular case. Oh, 100%. 100%. When was the last time you had something so simple that you could just look and know and be comfortable with what you know, not a guess? I mean, you know, there's many studies out there showing patients are probably not MPO 30% of the time when they say they are. And in our practice, we've used it. A perfect example is a post-delivery patient coming down for a surgery. You know, it'd be months you'd consider them full stomachs, but now you can do a quick gastric scan and boom, you just do the case. You don't have to worry about intubating them because you know there's nothing in the antrum. You know that they're not a full stomach. I mean, it just increases patient satisfaction, safety. It adds another layer of information. And when was there a time in medicine when more information was bad? Never, right? Yeah, and it's so amazing if you think back and once you start having this at your fingertips, you almost ask yourself, I can't believe I did this without this. I mean, this is kind of <laughs> so totally simple. True. And it was just, and I, and I will tell you, I was one of those, uh, I hate to admit it, but somewhat of an, uh, an IV snob, a central line snob at the beginning. Why, why do you need an ultrasound to put a line in, you guys? You know, and I say, there, give me that thing. And then you do it for the first time and you go, oh, my God, not only is this so much easier, it's so much safer. And you think, God, I was, a, oh, I was yeah. a pompous fool in this. And so I think there's so many more things that are just like that. We trust our judgment and our judgment's good, but our judgment with good information is even better. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I felt the same way as you about central lines. I'd done central lines my whole career blind and thought, oh man, I'm pretty good at these. I don't really need an ultrasound. And then turn around and put that butterfly on there and see the variable anatomy that I never knew was there or how often I was probably sticking a line in in an IJ when the carotid was directly under um, the IJ and I could have moved it to the side just to be that much safer. I, it's just, it's revolutionary. I don't think unless I had to, I wouldn't do one blind again. And what's the, why would you do that? It's just not, it's more risk. Well, and then it gets to the point of, yes, now the biggest, I always say that when I was practicing, the biggest thing that took time, it took me to put a central line in is find out where the ultrasound is. Where is it on the floor? Who had it last? Where is it in the unit? Because it's a limited access, even as portable as they've gotten, you know, we still didn't have one in every room or every doctor didn't have one. And now butterfly makes that possible and it's just in your pocket. And so when that barrier to the decision-making is just how can I reach in my pocket and get it instantly? Listen, we know human behavior. We'll use it as opposed to, is it worth going to find this thing? Yes or no. And I think if you think of another situation that's like that, it's code. You know, you have people that arrest. Having a butterfly at every arrest is just a, a no-brainer um, and should be part of the way in which we run every code. Oh, 100%. You know, I've responded to codes in the ER, you know, trauma codes where you, you don't know how things are going to go. But one thing you can do is put on the butterfly and see the activity of the heart directly. 
I mean, that's that's huge just by itself. You know what you're doing is working. It's not working. You know, I mean, no one wants to stop coding somebody. I mean, that's the bottom line. But when you know that there's nothing else you can do and the butterfly helps you make that decision, it helps make an appropriate decision in a timely manner. And I think uh, along with all the trauma applications, the butterfly has definitely changed my practice in that way. That's great. Uh, it's so good to hear. And it's so reinforcing to the team itself because, you know, this is a mission-driven company and the engineer's kind of back in the lab, love to hear those clinical stories where the, the work that they do make a difference. Well, I think it does. I mean, just a, a perfect example that we talked about once before, you know, post-op case for a basic diagnostic laparoscopy, nothing major on a weekend. So, you know, resources are limited. I work in a rural hospital. A, a surgeon like you, he's a general vascular surgeon, had done the case, excellent surgeon, but the patient had low blood pressure and it wasn't responding to typical treatment. I scan the abdomen and find that there is a bleed in the abdomen with the butterfly. Now, in my facility, waiting 45 minutes for the ultrasound tech to come in or sending them to the, you know, not being able to maybe even get any other scanning modality, that's that's just not appropriate. So I send him the picture. He comes in. We take the patient back to the OR, you know, totally averted what could have been a negative outcome. And that was entirely because of two things we talked about. One, the butterfly itself. And number two, the fact that it's sitting on my hip in a little holster and access made it easier to use. I mean, those are huge outcome changes. That's great. Yeah, I think it's huge. So from your perspective, which specialties in medicine have picked up, you know, the butterfly more than others? You know, I, I think what we've seen is broad application across every specialty. I like to say it's every specialty uh, through all stages of life and now in all care venues. So everything you can imagine, there's one of these things. And so I think the standard ones were first, as you guys you know, know anesthesia, ED, and critical care. They kind of lead the pack. I think the surprising thing it seen for me is that the, the speed at which primary care docs are picking this up because it makes such a difference in those practices itself because ordering a test is just horrible. And, and again, the same thing with hospitalists, making those quick decisions at the bedside instead of waiting for a tech, waiting for it to be part of the schedule. Uh, I think those have been the ones that I've seen the primary care, both inpatient and outpatient, of having the biggest influence and uh, in changing things in the future. But every single specialty, I guess, except the psychiatrist, they, they, they've probably been a little bit slow to pick it up. <laughs> but outside of that, everybody else. Uh, and I think it's been really encouraging. Incredibly important for sports teams on the sidelines, you know, from high school all the way up to major sports. And, you know, most recently up on the space station. So uh, 50, more than 50 now, the lowest resource com- countries in the world now have it. So it's really from the most remote uh, to the most advanced. Uh, and I think that's what makes Butterfly so special. Well, I think so too. I mean, uh, you know, when you add in cost effectiveness and accessibility to anything, you get, you get an incredibly useful tool. And that, in my opinion, that's what Butterfly does. And, you know, just so the audience knows, I'm not being paid to say any of this. I'm an actual user of the product. The, the fact is, is it's changed my practice and it's changed a lot of friends of mine's practice because of how useful it has been. And you've heard probably thousands of stories at this point of, you know, how, how useful the butterfly has been in a practice. Is there any one particular one that stands out to you? Well, you know, I, I, you know, there's so, I, I actually think as simple as it was that one with a patient not being canceled for surgery is as big as the one, you know, personally myself, I, I, maybe that one stands out the most because I diagnosed my own cancer. Uh, with the device when I was doing FDA clearance and found a mass in my neck. So maybe that's the most impressive one for me um, because I got to see firsthand. (laughs) But there have been so many. And I think, you know, you bring up on something. I I love the fact you said you're not being paid. And it's great because sometimes, and I I actually had a recent talk that came across that way. We we almost sound as if we're 
an infomercial trying to sell something. And it's just because when you see such a palpable difference in the way care is delivered and the response of both patients and doctors, you tend to get excited and passionate about how much this can change medicine. And it almost comes across that way. But the reality is there are so many stories uh, in so many different ways. There was a guy who came to his grandson's birthday party, an ED doc who was familiar with doing ultrasound, scanned him while he was at home because he didn't want to go to the hospital, saw some abnormalities. He ended up having a, a left main lesion that ended up got treated and it got accelerated into the emergency room. And, and there's so many more I could share. And there will be more as we incorporate this into care. And it's going to go from being the remarkable stories to the typical stories because Having information at the bedside at the time of initial assessment just makes such a difference. Oh, I, I 100% agree. I mean, you know, like uh, I want to make sure I mentioned that I wasn't being paid for this. And I actually came after you guys to come on the podcast because I believe in the product because good products sell themselves, right? And, and this is one of those things. Uh, Butterfly is one of those things where I think it's, it's um, disruptive innovation. I mean, that's what it represents. Disruptive innovation in any market is something that changes the paradigm. And this is something that is changing the paradigm in in medical practice, in many specialties, saving lives in a way that we didn't have the opportunity before, or we would have delayed the process to, to taking the right action because we had to wait to order a test for someone to come and do. And depending on where you work, I mean, you mentioned, you know, third world countries. Well, you've made it, you know, butterflies made it accessible because of cost. They wouldn't have had that opportunity. And now they do in my rural hospital. We don't always have someone there that can come take someone for a, you know, the, the ultrasound text that's just sitting in the hospital waiting. It's just not how it works. It's not a level one trauma center. And I think those things really, uh, I mean, for me, it just so highlights the benefit of having, and POCUS is not hard. So having the skill to learn how to do these things, and then also having the utility of something that is cost-effective and actually useful at your side. I mean, that's, to me, that's what Butterfly is. It's, it represents true disruptive innovation in, in medicine. You know, we're, we're not so good at changing in medicine. We hold on to the ways in which we do things for a long time. There's a lot of estimates from 15 to 17 years to, for a standard to change. And our hope is with, with important, you know, podcasts like this and for advocates like yourself to be out there that are not part of the company to say, hey, you know, this isn't marketing spin, this is real. Um, those are the kind of people that have to get out there to change medicine faster because it is better medicine and the faster we can get in the hands of everybody, the better care we can all deliver. Oh, I, to- I totally agree. I mean, we're all, everyone in medicine is used to having the, the drug reps come and tell you how great the drug is and giving you pens or buying dinner or whatever it is. And so a lot of, I think, you know, med- people in medicine have that kind of side eye to any, anything that seems to be advertising. But, you know, this really is a, 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 a change in practice that benefits everybody, patients, providers, facilities. I mean, you talked about not delaying that case. Well, a case, a case that doesn't go, that's already planned and prepared and sitting open in the OR is a high level of cost. Same day cancellations are a big deal for facilities. So it's not just patients and providers, but it's also facilities. And that money saved is money that's spent on another patient's care. Um, and, and so, you know, or in that case, the, it wasn't, it wasn't wasted. And those are huge, those are huge deals to the bottom line in a healthcare, uh, national in healthcare, you know, system nationally, that's got downward economic pressure. I mean, butterfly is part of an answer to that too, I think. Um, what is your prediction on where we're headed with these handheld ultrasounds? I know you mentioned a little bit of a, about it uh, previous, but with Butterfly, where do you think we're headed in the future? What's the primary one thing you think you're going to see change? 
Well, I, I think what's going to happen, and I think because it's starting at the medical school levels and, and so many of the students now across the country are being trained with this, that this will become the next stethoscope. That this is just part of an initial assessment. We often talk about Butterfly not teaching people to use an ultrasound device, but this is an advanced assessment tool that's part of the way in which we evaluate this. You know, Gene Brumwald, the, the noted cardiologist, wrote a paper uh, in JAMA quite a while ago now that it was time for intonation to be that fifth part of the physical examination. Um, because, you know, we, we do palpation, we do inspection, we do auscultation, but now we need to do intonation. And it's because, you know, since the beginning of time, we're trying to peel away the skin for have a window into the body to see what's wrong. Well, an ultrasound skill gives you the ability to do that. And it's pretty hard to imagine a, a situation where that's not better information at the time of assessment. And, and I think where I see the future going is everybody's going to learn how to do it. It's going to be a part of routine practice. And I think that's where we're going in the future. A lot of people get challenged a bit over how does that affect reimbursement and shouldn't be part of it. And, you know, there is economic issues that always complicate these stories for us. But at the end of the day, when you're delivering better medicine faster, more efficiently, more cost effectively, the system will adapt. And I think that's where the future is actually going. I 100 percent agree. And I also I also think that one of the things that Butterfly has done well is made the education accessible. I mean, right on the app, you can review how to do a scan of the gallbladder, any kind of thing that you want. It's on there. And that's something, you know, not everybody can go to a course. And during, of course, the pandemic, that's really been highlighted. And so, you know, you've got that access right away, not just to the actual pro, but additionally to the educational uh, and, you know, information that's involved in the in the app for butterfly that gives you kind of that review so you can if you want to do a scan that you may not have done before but you're used to ultrasound it doesn't take long to learn pocus so quick review of the the education on the app and go ahead and do it and you get the information you need and that to me you know is really what also sets butterfly apart i think is because you've got that information right there how to do what you need to do or review maybe you don't do these things very often and i'm sure you know i'm sure you guys are are planning for an expansion of that education stuff in the future we are it's a critical part if you think about this you know we like butterfly is, is really not just a device it's a complete ecosystem and that is we've built out educational tools that will continue to expand to make it easier and faster to learn, which includes artificial intelligence tools, a learning management system, a way to do QA uh, your images, because all that's critical for us to be confident that people know what they're doing when they use the probe. It's also building out workflow and an integrated software system that, that integrates into the healthcare system. Because we know, you, you know, you still have to order a test, review the test. <laughs> you have to report on the test. You have to build the test. You have to QA the test. You know, all of those things are critical and where you integrate that workflow and make the thought of getting an image and be part of the system seamless, that's a key part of success. And so that's, again, something that we uh, we really focus on at Butterfly. Yeah, and you guys have done a good job on, and are evolving the the educational platform background in our program, we, we use it for the, for the residents to upload images that they then label and then we grade. So there's the opportunity in training, there's a whole training background separate from what just your typical user sees that allows, you know, us to help teach people and grade their work in what they're viewing on the uh, ultrasound, which I think is huge. And I know that's expanding as we speak because we've been part of that process. It's It's been pretty amazing and they've been very responsive to us with the things that we're looking to to make it easier to grade stuff. Well, one of the interesting things Jonathan brought to the company as a leader was actually the, the mindset of being able to evolve quickly, to learn from the way your product or products, as we now have become, are used and how to adapt quickly to make them better. 
we would literally upload new software changes every six weeks at Butterfly. And, you know, for a major device company now to do that, it's a remarkable difference in the way we act. And so we're incredibly responsible to, to feedback that we get because we all become part of what we like to say, the Butterfly family, making the device better, the software better, the information better, and the way in which we use it better. Well, Dr. Martin, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and talking about the butterfly. I think it's, I think it's a big deal for people to learn more about it because, you know, I think it's still not quite well known out there. No matter how much advertising you do, you got to get it right out to people through these kind of grassroots efforts. What would be one thing that you would tell our listeners or leave with our listeners about the butterfly and the handheld ultrasound that you guys are, uh, are creating and involving so that they they can have one thing that they can grasp onto from your perspective. I, I think it's this, and that is embrace the future of medicine. It's so easy to stay with what you're comfortable with. I, I think this is the future of medicine. And I think by the fact that it's being incorporated in medical schools and how much of healthcare and all the professional societies are embracing this, um, that it's inevitable that's going to happen. But the sooner you embrace it, uh, I think the better you will provide medicine because I do believe it's better medicine. And Butterfly, we believe, is the best tool to do that for a whole variety of reasons, not the least of which is if it's your device, you take it home and you keep practicing and get good at it faster. So I would say embrace the future. The future is Butterfly. It's information at the time of initial assessment. And I think that changes medicine. And I think that's the best advice I could give everyone. Agree. And, you know, I think that's an answer to the, the age old phrase, most dangerous phrase in the English language is because that's the way we've always done things. And we have to get out of that mindset in medicine that, you know, you trained 15 years ago, so you're going to do it the same way you learned then. No, it's a constant evolution. And butterfly, I think, is a part of that evolution. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. A lot of great information there for our listeners and uh, and have a great day. Thanks very much. I really enjoyed being part of this. And we also uh, uh, very much appreciate the insight that you've given Butterfly to help us make it better. That's all for this episode of Anesthesia Deconstructed. For more information based on today's discussions, be sure to visit us at anesthesia-deconstructed.com. You'll also gain access to our blogs, editorials, and more resources to keep you updated on the science, politics, and realities of today's medical industry. That's anesthesia-deconstructed.com.